Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm sitting down with a very good friend today. We've actually had the opportunity to hang out in real life multiple times. I'm getting ready to see her in just a few weeks. She's hosting the Success Becomes Me conference in Tulsa, which I'm going to be speaking at, and I cannot wait for this. I've been looking forward to this event. Bree, you and I had the opportunity. You spoke at my event, Social Profit Lab, which was all the way back at the beginning of 2023, and you just blew me away, knocked my socks off, and you are just a wealth of knowledge. And if you guys hear the name Bree Seely, you might recognize her from her TEDx talk where she delivered a revolutionary talk about from wages to wealth or any number of other press outlets. She's been on Good Morning America, The Today Show, Forbes, Entrepreneur, Women's Health, and so many more. Bree is on a mission to change the world. It's just that simple. She has a huge vision from starting nonprofits and having these conferences and events to help female entrepreneurs create highly profitable businesses through consistent revenue creation. So Bree, I can't wait for our conversation today. You're just a wealth of knowledge. And we're going to really get into the nitty gritty of following your dreams and how you can follow them, how you can realize what your dreams are and get everything to line up with that vision. So Bree, thank you so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today. Thank you. I'm so excited to start my day off with you. Yay. I know that you've been, man, you were just in New York, you know, talking with producers, you're getting more big things lined up. And I want to be Bree Seely when I grow up someday. <laughs> you are doing big things. You have a vision and you are following your dreams. I mean, you are walking what you preach. You're walking the walk and talking the talk as you do it. So, you know, I feel like I've lifted you up on this pedestal here. So for those of us who might not know all about you and some of your background here, just tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and how you built this empire that you're, that you're building right now. Yeah. So the first thing I'll say, and maybe some of your listeners can resonate with this is my vision did not start out this big at all. I launched my first business when I was 23 years old. I had just come back to the United States from studying in Italy for two years and was living in a place I'd gotten like a summer, like a temporary summer job and was living in a place where following my dreams just was not, there were no job opportunities aligned with my dreams. And so I got a day job like most of us do to pay the bills. I started nannying for a family where I also got free rent and free food. And I was like, well, I'll just start this little thing on the side because I don't want to lose my creativity and I'll just, I'll just do the thing. Right. So I was a trained fashion designer. I had two degrees in fashion design, a bachelor's and a master's, and just kind of accidentally started making dresses for flower girls and bridesmaids and homecoming and prom little by little over the course of several years, eventually like 
started winning awards, launched a full-scale collection, was doing runways, won more awards, got picked up by Zappos.com, started dressing celebrities, dressed Tony Braxton, my stuff has been on The Bachelor, like all these things. And so, you know, where I started is definitely not where I am now. And one of the things about entrepreneurship, and you probably can resonate with this as well, is it's such a journey. And had you told me, you know, 20 years ago that this is where I'd be, I would have laughed at you. The idea of starting a nonprofit and being on national television and all these things just was not what I aimed to do. So my journey has unfolded very organically. And it was 2015 when I shut down my fashion business as a result of a meditation I had and ventured into the unknown and started helping consult people about their businesses and manifestation and figuring out their visions and really giving them permission to kind of go for what they wanted the most. So it's been eight years in this business now, and I love what I do. And each year, it's like a new layer gets revealed to me. So the vision for this conference came to me in 2020. Uh, I started taking action about a year ago. And it's then since taking action a year ago, it's morphed into this nonprofit we're building an endowment fund to be able to give out scholarships. We're fundraising. It's become so much more. And I think the reason my vision keeps getting revealed to me like this is because I continually have the courage to say yes to that next step. And I think that saying yes to that next step is sometimes extremely scary. Saying, okay, I'm going to just go for it. Because for me, here we are, we're recording this podcast. I'm going to publish it on the podcast players, but it also goes to YouTube. It's really hard for me to do video, but I mean, here I am. I know I have to do this. You know, the, the vision is to grow the, the agency and grow the business. The podcast is part of that business plan. I have to just, I have to do it. I know that this is the next thing. And I think that sometimes it's making ourselves uncomfortable and realizing that sometimes we have to step outside of our comfort zone in order to have that vision and for what we want in life to come full circle. You've had a crazy journey. You've started designing fashion. That is so cool. And here you are just over the past year, we were talking back for Social Profit Lab and you were like, I have this vision for a conference. It's going to be in Tulsa and we're going to do all these things. And here it's just a few weeks away and it's going to be an amazing event but it's even just over the past 9 months it's evolved so much like you said now into this nonprofit talk to us a little bit about being uncomfortable in the journey of entrepreneurship to fulfill that vision because i think as all of us are trying to navigate the world of entrepreneurship sometimes it's those uncomfortable moments that are the most important Absolutely. And so the first thing I'll say, I pull back the curtain and, you know, kind of be a little vulnerable, throw myself under the bus. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I think this is a huge misconception with entrepreneurship is that like, you have to know everything, you have to have everything figured out, you have to know every next step, you have to have the full plan before you can take the first step. And that is 100% absolutely not how it is at all. What I found, and honestly, when I interviewed people for my book, when I've talked to other entrepreneurs, I was just talking to a client the other day who was at the very beginnings of her business, and she was like, oh my God, is this how you felt? And I was like, absolutely, and also not past tense, how I feel. 
as entrepreneurs, we can sit at home and we can write the best business plans and we can have the best ideas about the best intentions of the best strategy. But until you get out there and start taking action, you actually don't know what your next step is. And so that's where I say, like, we consistently have to have the courage to say yes to what that next step is. Because if you're not saying yes to that next step, then the step after that and the step after that and the step after that will never be revealed to you. So when I started taking action towards the conference, it wasn't a nonprofit yet. We were not creating endowment funds. I didn't even know who was going to speak. I had no idea. Other, other than, than me, of course. Right. Other than <laughs> a name. And I literally just reached out to the convention center in town and was like, hey, I'm doing this thing. What would the cost be? And what's interesting is I had the courage to take that step and just make that ask. Within, I think it was five days, they came back and they said, we want to be a sponsor and we want to give you the conference space. And that was kind of my, oh my gosh, clearly the universe is giving me the green light. I need to take more steps towards this. And it was literally that single first action that now I have a board of eight amazing, badass, powerful women around the country. We're literally going to be giving 100 scholarships to underserved entrepreneurs next year. We have 20 speakers coming in from around the globe for this event in September. Like all of these amazing things are happening, but none of them would be happening if I didn't have the courage to take that first step and make that first ask. So for anyone that's feeling like they don't have it figured out in their business, I would just like to say, welcome to the club. We have buttons. I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years, and I still don't have it figured out. But I have the courage to consistently take those steps to go after what it is that I'm building. And because I do, the universe then shows me and reveals to me the next doorway and the next doorway and the next doorway. That's extremely important to realize is that entrepreneurship is scary. A lot of times it is just kind of like, I think this is something I should do, <laughs> that I should be doing this, or this is the right way of doing it. Because, I mean, I went to school to become a radio reporter. I'm really good at writing and journalism. When it comes to my books, that was something I had to learn. When it came to doing all the different things that go with running a business, like hiring, HR, all the things. I didn't know how to do it. I was like, I think this is how I should do it. But if you have that vision, let's talk about the vision. If someone's listening right now and they're saying, well, I want to maybe be an entrepreneur, but I have a job. I kind of like it. I've kind of thought about working for myself there. I want to do X, but I don't know how to do it. What are some tips that you have for like some of your clients to figure out what their vision is so that they can take the steps to say yes to that big vision. So the first thing I'd say is you know, I really love connecting with our future selves. In fact, the very first thing we're doing in the conference is meeting our future selves because most people create their lives based on their current perspective. And if we are consistently creating our lives based on our current perspective, we just continue to create the same things over and over and over and over and over again. But if you can go meet the you who is five years down the road, 10 years down the road, hell, even six months down the road, and you can begin to see through their eyes 
and begin to understand what their perspective is and how they approach the world and what they're going after and what excites them, you can start making different decisions. You can start making decisions aligned with where you're going rather than where you've been because your, your life right now is a reflection of the past. So if you want your life to be a reflection of the future, you have to start making decisions from the future. And that means you have to begin to develop a relationship with that future self. Who are they? What do they believe? How do they move through the world? What actions do they take every day? Who are they having conversations with? What makes them uncomfortable? When you can understand those things and you can start to apply those things in the present moment, you're no longer living from the past. You're starting to live from the future. And that will shift your life more in six months than living from the past for 10 years. So that's the, the first big thing I will say. My future self comes to me often and frequently. And I have developed a very good relationship with her where I can say, you know, like, what would future Brie do in this moment? And I can begin to shift how I move through the world based on that perspective. You know, six months from now, future me has already done the conference. It's already over. It's already been successful. She's already raised all the funds for the endowments to be able to give the scholarship. She's already built the team around her that she needs to have in order to be executing. All those things have already happened. And if you're operating from that place, it's just an entirely different conversation. So if you have not yet met your future self, if you do not yet know how they operate, how they move through the world, how they believe, all of those things, I would invite you to start. The other thing I'd say, too, about the vision and, you know, touching back on what we talked about in the last question is you don't need to see the whole thing in order to know the next step. All you need to know is maybe what the next six months look like or maybe what your focus is right now rather than what your focus is going to be in 10 years. Just making sure that you are taking steps today as well to be shifting and opening up to the idea that all you need to know in your vision is what the next layer looks like. I say it all the time. My vision for this conference came to me in 2020. If that vision in 2020 was accompanied with, and you're launching a nonprofit, and you're doing these scholarships, and you're doing an endowment fund, and you're doing this, and you're doing this, and you're doing this, I probably would have been like tapping out. Like, I'm good. Thanks so much. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. I'm not interested. But I said yes to the one step and then I was already in it. The next step revealed itself to me. So I was like, okay, that's the next step. And then the next step and the next step. So be a little more open to allowing the process to unfold, the journey to unfold, rather than having the full picture before you take that first step. How often are you sitting down and talking with your future self? Are you sitting down and kind of vision mapping this and writing it out? Do you do it every day? Do you do it like once a quarter, sit down and say, okay, this is what's going to happen? I mean, or is it kind of free-flowing? How often are you actually sitting down with these, these vision maps? Yes to all of those things. So I have a few <laughs> different things I do. At the beginning of every quarter, I write a quarterly letter as if it's already the end of that quarter. So my quarterly letter for this quarter was, oh my gosh, Success Becomes Me was incredible. The room was sold out. Here's how it felt to stand on that stage. Here's how it felt to see the shifts in all the attendees. Here And so that's my quarterly, like, kind of letter to myself on October 1st. I'll sit down and write the December 31st quarterly letter to myself. 
I try to meditate every day. It doesn't happen every day. As we talked about, I was just in New York for a week. I was only supposed to be in New York for four days. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of got off of my routines a little bit there. It's hard sharing a hotel room with another person for seven days. (laughs) It's really hard. So, you know, I like to meditate. And when I am meditating, my meditation recently has been me standing on that stage, seeing the room full feeling the energy of those 400 individuals plus all of the virtual attendees, right? That's been my meditation. So I'm like dwelling in that energetic state of that vision that I have. And then periodically too, I will sit down and like write out like, oh, it felt so great to be on the Success Becomes Me stage. I'm so proud of myself for saying yes and showing up and doing all the things, even though it was very scary and I probably had like a hundred panic attacks and <laughs> during the year of 2023, right? So I do a lot of different things and it just kind of depends. I also keep reminder things like on my cell phone screens that shift through. I keep different images on the backdrop of my computer to keep myself in that energetic vibration. I surround myself with reminders. Last night I had a session with one of my energetic healers. I've talked to my significant other around like how to support me through this time. I just make sure that everything inside of me and outside of me is aligned with keeping that vision top of mind and alive in my heart. I love all of that. I have started journaling is really hard for me. I don't know if it's the ADHD or what, but it's really hard for me to sit down because this isn't the most productive use of my time. And I really wanted to try and do better in 2023. And I think I did it for like four days. It's hard for me to do that, but everything is shame. Like when you have that vision planned out, you're writing to yourself saying, This has already been done. You're giving yourself permission to breathe. This has already been done. You've got it. Look, I've written this letter. It was done. It was a success. This is what I wanted to do. It's halfway there. It gives you that confidence of, I know I can do this because when I open this letter to myself in three months, it'll already be over. Those goals will already have been done. So I'm like, I should write a letter to myself, you know, saying, well, good job, Katie, you journaled every day. (laughs) Well, so here's the other thing that I'll say too. If journaling is something that doesn't work for you, don't do it. There are so many, the one thing I hate about the personal development industry is like, if you don't do it this way, you're failing. There are a million ways, I hate this expression, but there's a million ways to skin a cat, right? As you're taking a morning walk, you could turn on your Otter app and like voice to text your journaling. You could, one of the things I used to do was I would turn my 90 day letter into an audio. I would do it on my voice memos and I would listen to my future self. It's like my future self called me and left me a voice memo that was like, hey girl, things are awesome here. I'm so glad that you said yes to this thing. Like everything turned out just like it was supposed to, blah, blah, blah. It's like my future self is calling me to reassure me that everything's working out, right? So Find the techniques that work for you. And I will say, I dip in and out. Some days it's meditation and writing and visioning. Some days it's just visioning. Some days it's just standing by my tea kettle as it's heating up in the morning, putting my hand over my heart, dropping in and like being in the experience of what I'm creating. And so I don't think there's one right way. I don't think we have to do stuff every single day in order to be successful I think that the fact that we're continuing to show up is a big effing deal. (laughs) The fact that we keep showing up every single day is way more important 
than what we're doing. So do what inspires you on any given day. Find tools and techniques that you can rely on when you need them. And just keep taking one step every single day. I think that's great advice because if we're, maybe not all of us have aspirations and visions of having these huge conferences and nonprofits and everything. Not all of us, someone might be listening to me like, that's great. I just want to get my business off the ground. But it starts with one vision. It starts with one goal. And from there, if you would have said at the beginning, a year ago, okay, you're going to have all this stuff done. You would have said, no, thank you. But it starts with one thing and just putting yourself out there, taking that risk. You said you reached out to the conference center to see how much it would be, told them about, and they're like, yeah, let's do it. We want to support you. We'll be a sponsor. And sometimes it's saying, I think this is a good idea and reaching out to see what is possible. I think that with all of the vision stuff and sitting down, I love the idea of writing to your future self. Was that something that you were doing as you made that shift from like fashion mogul, but like fashion designer into entrepreneur, like business leader, business coach, how were you able to map that shift? Because a lot of us might've started our business doing one thing. And all of a sudden we're realizing that that's, it's a creative, it is a creator problem. (laughs) We change our minds. You know, how do you map, like carefully map that change from what you're doing now into what you want to be? Honestly, for me, I hired a coach and it was a big stretch for me at the time, especially since I had just shut my business down and had no idea how revenue was coming in or I didn't even have a business anymore, right? I had nothing. And I hired a very expensive coach, a $25,000 coach. It didn't look like it made sense at the time, but I also knew that if I didn't make that move, I wouldn't be able to build what I wanted to build. I can firmly say to you, in fact, she and I lost touch like a few years ago and I sent her an email, I feel like it was the end of 2018 and said, hey, I just want you to know the impact you made in my life. And I would not be here today if it weren't for you. So, you know, I think that's the first thing is like get someone who's a few steps ahead of you and get them to help you and support you because it is really hard to see. I say all the time, there's moments when we're in that big vision place, like we are the eagle. We're flying thousands of feet above and we're able to see the entire landscape. There's a lot more moments in our businesses when we're the mice. (laughs) We're on the ground. We have all the blades of grass up around us. We can't really see a whole lot. And we're just trying to scurry to the next thing. If you're that mouse, you need an eagle to be able to fly up above and say, hey, there's actually a big like puddle coming up. You need to go this way in order to avoid it. Hey, I see this amazing bounty over here that you can't see because you're the mouse. Take a right here and let's go explore that. So I think that having mentorship and having someone that's able to be that eagle for you is a really, really important element of business in general. And then I will say too, I got a tattoo of this word well before I started this journey. And so it's so funny. I joke that I tattoo on myself the energy that like I'm getting ready to embody. And so I got the word faith tattooed on me in, it must have been uh, 2012, maybe. I shut my fashion business down in 2015. And having faith that I am supported, I'm going to be taken care of. I'm really resilient. 
and I can navigate a whole lot of things and, and do the uncomfortable things and take the steps I need to take to build what I want to build, that I have the right people around me, all of that stuff. I think faith, regardless of whether what your faith looks like to you, I'm not here to judge. I don't, for me, faith is faith. Whatever you have faith in, have faith in that. It doesn't matter at the end of the day what you have faith in, even if it's just yourself. But I think that faith is an undeniable ingredient in every successful entrepreneur. Yeah, mic drop right there. And I think that having faith is essential as an entrepreneur because nobody's going to care about your business as much as you do. Nobody's going to see the vision the way that you see it. And you have to have faith in yourself and what you want your vision to be, what you aspire to be and what the vision is. So, okay. I want to talk about the conference because it is coming up. Is that cool? If we spend a little bit of time talking about the success becomes, okay, cool. It's coming up very, very soon and tickets are available. There is going to be a virtual aspect of it. Talk to us a little bit about what this event is and who it's for. Yeah, I say this as a conference to kind of help people wrap their minds around it. Honestly, it's not a conference. It's an activation. And like I mentioned before, we're kicking off day one, tapping into and honestly becoming our future selves. We're kicking off day two, expanding our containers, expanding our capacity for greatness, for the the results, the success, all of the things that we want in our lives. And then each day, there's speakers who are going to be helping you become that future self, helping you expand into that greatness. So it's going to be a combination of personal development and business development. Katie's going to be talking on like the business development stuff, but we have a woman that ran for Senate in Oklahoma is coming to speak on kind of becoming a female pioneer. She knew when she said yes to her Senate race that she was going to lose. So how do you say yes to climbing an unclimbable mountain And then turn that into whatever that next step is for you. We have women coming on talking about the power of no. We have women coming to talk about taking up space and making a seat for yourself at the table, whether that's in a job or in the entrepreneurial world or wherever. I think it's just really important for all of us to have the mentorship, the inspiration, the motivation that we need, and to be surrounded by other people while we do it. Because... I wouldn't be here where I am. And I'm sure you'd say the same thing without the people around me. So the idea of having over 400 people surrounding you while you're taking these steps and seeing you in this expanded greatness, in this future self energy. And what's cool is every attendee is actually going to get access to a six month membership on the other side. So The room is just the catalyst. It's just the opening. And then you get support and community for an additional six months or more if you want to stay on to continue that progress. There's going to be continued educational elements, continued coaching, continued community so that you can truly step into the woman, the person, the entrepreneur that you were born to be in this world and whatever you need to get there is what we're going to show up and support you with both in the room and after. I love it. And it's so true. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be. It's it's the people that you surround yourself with, the people that you can lean on because sometimes it can be, it can be scary. It can be lonely and it can feel like you're the only one trying to make your vision come to fruition. So if people are like, this sounds amazing. When is it? 
how do they get tickets? And if they're interested in the virtual option, how do they go about that? Yep. So it is September 20th and 21st. It is eight to five both days. Whether you're watching online or in person, it is two full days. There's over 20 speakers and it's just going to be an amazing time. Tickets are available at successbecomesme.com. You can get VIP tickets, general admission tickets, or virtual tickets all in the same spot. Um, super easy. And as you are listening to the Rocky Mountain Marketing Podcast, we decided to put in a little promo for all of you. So you can get $50 off your ticket price, any of the ticket options, by using the code RMM, which stands for Rocky Mountain Marketing. So RMM, you can get $50 off. And if you are getting the VIP, you will also get a pre and post goal setting workshop with yours truly. Also with VIP, if you're coming in person, there's actually a VIP party on Wednesday night as well. So you'll get to hang out with Katie and I and all the speakers and all the other VIPs on the rooftop of the coolest hotel in Tulsa. We'll be watching the sunset. There'll be bites and drinks and all sorts of fun things. Please, if you feel inspired, come join us. Also, if you are coming from out of town, we currently have people coming from 18 states to attend this conference. If you are coming from out of town, we have hotel discounts available and all sorts of other stuff as well. So we've got you. If you want to make the trek, we would love to have you. I love it. I feel like I've been waiting for this event for all year. And I'm so glad that it's finally here. Absolutely check it out. Successbecomesme.com. Use the code RMM to save 50 bucks on your ticket. Bree, you are so awesome. Thank you so much for taking a portion of your day to sit down and talk with us here at Rocky Mountain Marketing. I know that there's been a crazy week of travel for you, so I really appreciate you taking the time and being here. And I can't wait to hang out with you in just a few short weeks. Any excuse to be on Zoom with Katie Brinkley is like, <laughs> yes, I will get up and prepare myself this morning to be seen on camera. So thank you. Awesome. Well, we will see you in a few short weeks and be sure to tune in to next week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.